Hello, hello, and welcome to Talking Aging. You are listening to Vancouver Co-op Radio, 100.5 FM or coopradio.org. This is being recorded on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh people. My name is Mika Marcelet, and today we are talking all things home sharing and companion housing. I'm speaking with Amanda from Happy Pad about their incoming info session in partnership with West End Seniors Network. It's taking place this Friday, August 20th. Details will be discussed in the episode. You can also find everything on the Happy Pad website as well. I will be posting about it on the Talking Aging um, Instagram page. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy. Hi, thank you for having me. My name is Amanda Obey. I've been working with Happy Pad for over two years now. Uh, my position is manager of operations and co-owner. So I manage the customer experience from start to finish. Uh, and I also have a hand in strategic partnerships with organizations and government bodies. Amazing. And I'd love to start off with just speaking about like, what is the mission and the purpose or, um, for Happy Pad? Great question. So our mission is to unlock um, unused real estate to provide affordable housing options for people who need it the most. So when you talk about unused real estate, um, can you give some examples of what that might be? Yeah, absolutely. So we are reaching out into our communities to find people that have spare space in their homes. So renting out spare bedrooms uh, at an affordable rate for people who need affordable rentals. Okay. And does that typically, so you kind of connect the two, like somebody who might have unused space and then somebody who could require that type of affordable housing, right? Exactly. Yes. We have an online platform that helps facilitate those living arrangements and provides um, some of the logistics that go along with the rental experience. So we provide a rental contract, uh, background screenings on both parties. We collect the rent and deposits and also check in throughout the living arrangement as well. And how do you, what kind of outreach do you do to maybe reach those um, people who could benefit from the affordable housing and as well outreach to people who have the unused space in their house? Great question too. Um, so beyond our our own marketing efforts, we also connect with uh, non, mostly non-for-profits, but lots of different uh, styles of organizations in different communities across Canada to help us promote the program uh, and to have insider access kind of to, to their communities, especially older adults uh, in Canada that might be overhoused or unable to afford to stay in their house uh, any longer and might have that spare space and might be looking for for that added income. So that's great. I love to hear about the part of older adults. That's what I'm super interested in. Yes. And what other kind of benefits have you found um, from home sharing or companion housing with older adults? There are so many to talk about. So of course, the most obvious benefit is the extra income that's coming in by a monthly rent, right? right. Um, there's definitely some flexibility involved in our program specifically, so they could rent their space out for a couple months and take a break and have their space back to themselves for some added privacy. Um, some added uh, benefits would be, you know, some 
help around the house, perhaps. We do have a task exchange program that's available for older adults. Um, so if someone comes into their home and wants to put a couple hours every week into extra help around the house, they could offer reduced rent for that. So that's that's an available program through Happy Pad. Um, another great one is avoiding downsizing. So home sharing and bringing in that added income can help people stay in their homes for longer. And that's really beneficial for older adults here in Canada. Um, one of my favorite uh, benefits that involves everybody um, is the environmental impact that comes from sharing your home, uh, because what we do really boosts the current housing supply without having to build. So, uh, like I mentioned, we're kind of unlocking uh, existing real estate, and that and that really makes everybody feel good and makes people feel like they're contributing to a better world. Absolutely, those. Those are all amazing benefits. And another one that I'm wondering if you kind of think of this is we're also kind of like under a pandemic of loneliness almost. Do you mm. find that since you do look for compatibility with home sharing, um, do you find it's helpful with that? Absolutely. That's a huge part of our program is we do match people based on compatibility. So we offer a lot of information on people's habits, their uh, lifestyle, hobbies and interests and schedules so that they can pick the right person uh, that will be the best fit for their home. So we've had a lot of feedback from people who have been in companion housing situations where, um, you know, they really started to get along and maybe even feel like family. Um, a lot of the times with older adults, if they bring in a younger person to rent out their spare bedroom, they might feel that the younger energy around the house has really lifted their spirits and provided them with more energy. So um, we've, we've seen some real benefits in terms of mental health uh, for older adults who participate in something like this. Would you say it's an alternative for long-term care, kind of like a way to age in place? Yes. Yeah. So we've definitely noticed a trend of older Canadians potentially being priced out of their homes or unable to keep up with housing tasks and housing costs. Um, and they're not quite ready to transition into long-term care options. And there aren't a lot of options out there for that in-between time. So deciding to home share, bring in that extra income, getting help around the house, um, you know, this can really help them age in place. It can help them stay in their homes and in their communities for longer. And it might even improve their overall quality of life. So, you know, one thing that we should say is that home sharing would never be expected to replace any in-home like health care, um, but it can definitely keep people in their homes for longer and keep them happier and healthier for longer. Yeah, it's kind of just another support almost, right? To because like you said, real estate housing is so expensive. So it's probably mm -hmm. so helpful to have that extra help with the finances and then being able to stay in your home. Exactly. Yeah, well, all of that is amazing. Um, I also want to ask, like while we're on the topic, how do you find, since we're talking about older adults who can be a more vulnerable population and there is like elder abuse and being taken advantage of, what kind of safeguards do you have in place for people who might be nervous about that or nervous, you know, putting their parents in that kind of situation? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we do everything in our power to screen the applicants ahead of time. We're really preventative in this uh, with these measures. Um, so the whole sign up process is quite involved. We ask a lot of questions and we do this on purpose to really try to get to know somebody. Uh, we usually have conversations with all of the guests that come on and send applications to our hosts um, who are the homeowners, typically older adults. Uh, so we try to navigate that first conversation conversation to make sure that they're in it for the right reasons. Um, at the time of contract, what we do is we run background screenings on both parties, but specifically the guests, uh, and send those reports to the hosts to ensure that they're feeling comfortable. Um, I always mention to the hosts as they're choosing a companion or a housing companion to trust their gut on, on people that they bring into their home, right? If it doesn't feel right, it do, it's probably not right. Um, HappyPad does provide a certain level of conflict support. Um, we check in on a monthly basis for all of our living arrangements to make sure that things are going smoothly. And if they're not, then they have the opportunity to chat with us. Um, and this kind of mediation really, we find um, enforces good behavior. It enforces, or it encourages, I guess, good conversation between both parties um, to avoid potential conflict. Um, and then of course, if things do go wrong, which occasionally they do, we are dealing with people living so it's a personal uh it's a personal adventure so of course some things come up some issues do arise uh, and we do offer conflict support in those moments and we do have things within our contract that help with early termination um, or worst case scenario evictions yeah so there is you know it's not like you kind of work with people right it's not like mm. the deal is done and then everyone figures it out for themselves that's amazing yeah, yeah, we really try to stick with everybody throughout the whole living arrangement. We are a full service rental program and we want to ensure that the whole thing goes smoothly, including the end. Because um, a lot of the time the end is when things can go wrong and uh, especially with shared housing, uh, especially here in BC, they don't have protections under the Residential Tenancy Act. So if something does go wrong, uh, they don't really have anybody to call or anybody to rely on. So that's that's a huge part of why Happy Pad exists is to provide that added support and make sure that both parties are happy um, and healthy at the end of it. Amazing. So you're holding a companion housing workshop and in partnership with the West End Seniors Network. I would yes. love to hear um, more details about that and what kind of the workshop entails. Great. Well, our relationship with West End Seniors Network is pretty great. Um, so we are running a six-month pilot project with West End Seniors Network and a handful of other organizations across BC and Alberta to have them use our platform to facilitate these shared living arrangements. So coming up soon, West End Seniors Network will be hosting, uh, let's call it an info session because there are workshops that Happy Pat are putting on as well. Okay. But West End Seniors Network is hosting an info session on August 20th that will introduce their community to this idea. So they'll be talking a little bit about what companion housing is, uh, how people can participate, uh, what type of resources are available for them if they'd like to participate, uh, and what it'll mean for their lives. And then there'll be, you know, open discussion for, for people to ask questions as well. That's great. And like besides the financial benefits that we discussed and the other kind of rewards, do you feel like this type of housing model is like the future going forward, especially for like older adults and students, like you mentioned, what mm -hmm. do you kind of see for the future of this? 
Yeah, I definitely see it being a huge part of the way that we're going to fight the housing crisis and allow for people to have access to affordable housing. Um, I, I'm not sure if people realize how bad the housing crisis is right now. And I think a lot of people, when we talk about the housing crisis, just kind of uh, think that maybe it relates to young people not being able to afford their first home or people be able to buy their next home, right? But but what really ha- what's really happening is that people are are not even able to get rentals. They're not even being able to find shared accommodation because there's just no supply available, right? People who are putting postings up online are getting hundreds of applications within an hour. So people barely even have a chance. So, you know, that's kind of where Happy Pad's mission comes from is to, to dive into that part of the housing crisis and unlock some unused real estate, but also provide support for the people who are facing the worst of the housing crisis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a much needed service. It fills a gap. And I think like beyond the housing crisis, it's such an exciting idea because of, Mm -hmm. of course, people who are, you know, students or older adults, like the intergenerational aspect, or just you know, needs based who need need the room or who have the space, like it just brings people together, which I think is amazing. For sure. Yeah. Some of the intrinsic motivation behind something like this would involve, of course, the companionship. Um, For the older adults, it brings a sense of purpose back into their life, which is one of the most enjoyable things for us to to witness, right? Um, There's also a sense of helping one's community and helping those in need, um, and also a sense of learning. Like a lot of our hosts come back and say that they've learned a new perspective or a new culture, a new food, new language. Like there's a lot of really, really fun elements that come with sharing your space with a new person. Yes. Something you maybe would have never encountered or or thought of until now someone's living in your house and it's like you're exposed on a daily basis. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So Happy Pad is based in BC and Alberta right now. Is that Mm -hmm. correct? And I'm curious, like what have been your experiences in those provinces so far? Do you plan on expanding? Um, yeah, definitely. So so our hometown is Kelowna. We're Okanagan-based. But okay. since launching our websites, our website, we've been able to work remotely um, and launch all over BC and Alberta. There's been, you know, it totally depends if we're in a smaller community or larger communities, how easy it's been to kind of jump into that market um, and market in different cities. For sure, we've had some learning curves, but it's been good. We've had a lot, we've been shown a lot of support so far and our relationships with organizations has really solidified kind of pockets of bigger cities such as West End, Vancouver um, to allow for more opportunities there. We definitely um, expect to expand over the next year or two across the country. So our relationship with CMHC, the federal government has allowed us to um, build out these programs and our network of support. Uh, You know, we already have relationships building in Ontario and Nova Scotia, for example. So, um, yeah, us being able to work remote has really allowed us to to expand. Um, So that's definitely in the works. Amazing. And I'm curious to know, are there any particular challenges that you faced or that you, you know, that kind of come up with this? 
Yeah, there's, I mean, the biggest challenge that we're always facing is the hesitancy Mm. to open up space, to find the supply, to convince people that this is a good way forward, right? I think think the way our society has built itself to be right now is very individualistic. People are very proud to own their own space and to have it to themselves, right? So we want to reintroduce the idea of sharing um, and show, show people that sharing space and sharing sharing resources is the way of the future. Um, And we're going to have to kind of go that way to be able to afford to have space. Yeah, it's like very North American, I feel, um, to want to have, right, like your own space or to move out and have your own space. Other places in the world, you know, you live with your family. It's like all intergenerational housing. Everyone kind of relies on each other. It's more, there's other cultures where it's more about sharing, but yeah. that's, I bet that would be a challenge to kind of convince people like, yep, this, it's still your house, but let's, yeah. you know, let's open it up and the possibilities are endless. Yeah, it's hard to go back, right? Once we've kind of introduced the idea of individualism, it's mm-hmm. hard to go back. Like traditionally, we always lived together. We lived inter intergenerationally with your family. You know, like you would move back. Your, the kids would stay in the house for longer, and um, and the grandparents would still live in the house. That sort of thing. So that's that's really changed, and uh, it's it's obvious in the statistics as well. Like 2016 was really a milestone um, in Canadian statistics where single household um, was actually the most common structure, housing structure in Canada. So more people live alone than don't. Um, and that's just kind of the way that our culture has has evolved over time. So, um, you know, beyond just housing, I think the culture of shared shared living and shared space is going to become more and more popular and more and more important for many reasons. Yeah, so you're kind of a disruptor in that way, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, like shaking it up. And that's true. You were recently awarded um, the CMH- CMHC grant. Um, yes. So do you want to discuss what the next steps with that are? For sure. Um, so that was really great. I think during when COVID hit, I mean, as you can imagine, we're a company that promotes sharing space and we're going through a global pandemic that's right. inhibiting sharing space. So it was a difficult time, but we really put our head down and uh, focused on our relationships with stakeholders such as CMHC. So when we got that, awarded that grant, it opened up a lot of doors for us. Um, that's where the relationships with organizations were really solidified because we had some funding to help them get off the ground and help people get interested. So uh, the future of that is definitely a continued relationship with CMHC. Uh, they recently announced in the last couple of years that they they released a national housing strategy where they plan to spend over $70 billion in the next 10 years on new and innovative housing solutions. So even our federal government is really kind of opening up to new possibilities and new solutions because clearly what we've been doing isn't quite working because things are getting worse. So we want to stay on that train and be a part of this project and really leverage the relationship so we can provide our services all over the country and to uh, folks who are most vulnerable to the housing crisis. Absolutely. It sounds like they're seeing the light, you know, starting to understand how we can best deal with the housing crisis moving forward. I will say, though, when the pandemic hit, having roommates or having a household was kind of softened the blow of lockdown and being stuck in your house. Mm -hmm. So I think that really showed 
people, or maybe that was just me, that living with people is is really a blessing in that way. Yeah, I think I think the mentality behind a lot of things are going to change because of this pandemic. Um, And again, like sharing space, sharing resources, sharing stories and experiences, I think are just going to be more special after this because so many people have been so isolated for so long that the the coming back together is going to be um really special oh yeah and we've realized just how important community is and having that kind of support like we've relied on each other more than ever i think yeah exactly exactly I would love to hear um, a success story, just kind of general, no details, if you'd, if you'd like to share of a companion housing or a home sharing experience. Yeah, I would love to, um, especially because we're talking about older adults. We had one really wonderful relationship come out of Happy Pad. Um, this was a, about a year ago. We connected an older senior that was in her 90s with a younger senior that was in her 60s. She was a retired healthcare worker. So, you know, they they moved in, they were kind of going about their days, but eventually they started to develop a better relationship. They started sharing meals and cooking together, um, you know, sharing conversations and experiences and, um, you know, past lives. So the 90 year old mentioned to her family who happened to call Happy Pad and tell us this story. Um, she mentioned that she was feeling like she had more energy than she's had in a really long time. You know, she finally felt like she had purpose a bit of laughter and a bit of true companionship. And this was something that she was missing. So it was a very special relationship and it really touched our hearts. Um, and we always keep that relationship in the back of our minds, especially when we're, when we're dealing with older Canadians and we, we understand what they're going through and we just want to offer, offer this as, a, as an option to find companionship. Yes, connection like that is so important. Like it's not to be underestimated. I can totally picture somebody like gaining energy, gaining purpose. Yeah. Yeah, from having that kind of connection. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. We'll we'll leave it at that unless you have anything else you'd like to add in that you think is important. Can we talk about the date and the time again for the workshop coming up at West End Senior or the the info session at West End Seniors Network? Yes, definitely. Um, So they are hosting an info session on August 20th at 1 p.m. If you're interested in signing up, you can call the West End Seniors Network and they'll have all the information you need. Uh, Maybe by email too, because there is a link to register. Amazing. Well, thank you so much once again, Amanda. It was such a great conversation. Thank you, Mika. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. That was my conversation with Amanda from Happy Pad. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, we are on Vancouver Co-op Radio 100.5 FM or coopradio.org.